Hey beauties, welcome back to Beauty Defines Podcast. On today's episode, I'll discuss the topic of struggle love. Now you may be thinking that struggle love only relates to romantic relationships. However, when I took some time to think about this, I realized that it can relate to any area of our lives, including self-love. This struggle love to me means that it can relate to your friendships, romantic partners, self, and even business in terms of your career. One thing that I've realized is that so many people want women to settle for less. It's almost as if it's so problematic to have standards as a woman. And most importantly, I realized that some of these people could even be individuals that know you, acquaintances or longtime friends or even family members. Now, you may be thinking, why would a woman or a man ask me to lower my standards? Well, because they either settled in their own lives or they're jealous of you. That's just me being completely blunt. Beauties, you may think to yourself, Well, I don't have everything, so why would someone be jealous of me and want me to settle for less? Because oftentimes, human beings are competitive in their own nature. So even a family member can compete with you and want you to settle for less because they feel like they settled for less. And it's very unfortunate because women will do this to each other. I've seen women tell other women, you shouldn't have standards when it comes to finances. You shouldn't have standards when it comes to physical appearance. Physical appearance and money isn't everything. So what if the guy is just nice? So what? That should be enough. Why is another woman so invested in whether you have standards or not? You see, beauties, if you have standards for yourself, it's for yourself and you decide whether you want to adjust your preferences or standards. Never trust someone that tries to set you up with someone or something less than your equal. You see, why don't we work so hard in life? We work hard because we want to climb up the ladder. Now, some people climb up the ladder according to society, But I always say that you have to come up with your own definition of success and love and healthy relationships. Because as you grow and you elevate, you will hope that you meet someone, either in business, relationships, or even friendships, that's on that level or wavelength as well, right? Why do we continue to evolve? One of the benefits of evolving and one of the major perks to evolving is being able to access people and things that have already evolved. Think about it. Why do some men work so hard to become successful? Because it gives them access. And as a woman, you can work hard to get more access as well. Whether that means access to better suitable partners, whether that means access to resources, communities, certain education systems, because the more you attain, the more access you have. 
So I'll say this again, you shouldn't trust someone that tries to set you up with something or someone less than your equal. This applies to relationships, business, friendships. You are at a certain wavelength and should not entangle with someone that has significantly less. And when I say less, it doesn't mean about money. You should entangle with others that are equal to you or have more t- more than you because you aspire to be like that individual. This doesn't mean you shouldn't interact with others and develop friendships with other people. It just means that in order to grow into your destiny, you have to be around people that are also trying to grow. The people in your circle or closest to you should want you to elevate as well and not try to set you up with less than even though you've worked so hard to attain more. Imagine going four or five years, staying single, working on your craft, working really hard, getting through whether it's college or trade school or starting that business. Five years, that's a long time. Like they say, it gets lonely at the top. And then when you climb up, you have people telling you, well, now you should go be with someone that didn't work so hard. Now you should go be with someone, whether that's a relationship, friendship, or even business. Now you should go invest in someone that has not put in the work. Beauties, that's entitlement. No one is entitled to pick you up, just like you're not obligated to pick anyone else up. Now, can you do it out of the kindness of your heart? Absolutely. Can people do it out of the kindness of their hearts? Yes. No man is his own island. I get that. You see, beauties, multiple things can be true at the same time. If you've dedicated a significant amount of time to your growth and development as a woman, you want to entangle yourself with people that have done the same. Because you're going to take yourself backwards if you don't. I also want you to keep in mind, some people only want you to settle because they've settled. And beauties, women do this to each other often. I've seen women try to convince other women that their standards are too high. You know, they should take that job. They should just move to that city. And you look at that woman's life and you're like, hmm. I see why she's telling me to settle because she feels like it's too late in her life. She's insecure about her own growth, so she wants me to settle for less. When it should really be the other way around, beauties, it should be a conversation where you're able to say, you know what, I've made some mistakes and bad decisions. I want you to do better than me. I want you to evolve. I want you to grow and don't allow anything to set you back. Let's talk about business and friendships. I had a guy tell me that one of his his friends only invites him to the bar every now and then. But when it comes down to connect with him on a business level and, and work with some of his business colleagues, he doesn't invite him to the meetings. This guy is also um, into business development investments. So these two men are of equal success. You know, they're both college educated and they call each other friends. 
If this individual is your friend, why wouldn't you invite him to a business meeting? But you invite him to the bar to have a good time to meet with your other friends. Well, his so-called friend has categorized him as someone that cannot be connected to business folks. Why? Because he sees him as his competition. He's probably thinking, I want to be the one that's connected to these successful business partners, but I don't want my friend to go up there with me. Keep in mind, beauties, both of these men are equally educated. A person like this is not your friend. He's your acquaintance, is what I told the gentleman. Why? Because a real friend wants to connect you with circles and with people that can elevate you as well. Beauties, he wants him to continue struggling in whatever level he's at and doesn't want him to elevate. Now, am I saying that this guy is right or wrong for putting this other gentleman into certain categories? Okay, he's good for the bar, but I won't introduce him into business spaces. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. In fact, a lot of people do this, beauties. I want you to begin to observe and watch and see how certain people will categorize you and put you in certain spaces, but not bring you into others. What I am saying is that you should be aware of where you stand with people that call themselves your friends. I remember the story, um, and I'm not sure if this story is accurate. I never looked into it. I just saw it on social media about Meghan Markle and, and Serena Williams and how some of Meghan Markle's friends, they pulled her into a certain space so she could meet, um, is it Harry, her spouse? Now, there's a lot of controversy going on in that family, but the basic point is they didn't pull her down and say, go be with someone that has less than you. They pulled her up and said, let's bring her into an environment where she can meet eligible men, men that are her equal, men that sort of look like her. When I say look like her, it's something um, we say in Creole. Uh, my mother will say this in Creole. That means that person doesn't look like you, right? That person doesn't look like you doesn't mean it's a physical thing, whether the person's black, white, Hispanic, etc. The person doesn't look like you, meaning they don't match your energy. They don't match your wavelength. You see, some women would have been friends with Megan and they would have told her, well, it's okay to go be with someone that's unemployed. At least he's nice. It's okay to be with someone that has X, Y, and Z struggles because that's all that matters. No, her friends didn't do that. If someone is your friend, they want what's best for you. You see, women struggle with this more than men because I've seen it reverse with a lot of men. A lot of men will know that their buddy doesn't have much and will try to get him to aim high and try to date a woman or befriend a woman that 
is out of his league. Why is that? So what about relationships? Beauties, you don't have to date or marry someone just because they're nice. Because being nice is really not a standard. That should be a requirement. People should be nice. If you have more to offer than just being nice, you should require more as well. Now, there's a difference between having standards versus having preferences. A standard is non-negotiable. A preference, you can adjust. You can compromise on certain things, but it's your choice. Beauties, please don't think that you're being harsh or I'm being harsh because you have standards. At the end of the day, you carry the seed to create the next generation. Everyone comes from a woman if you choose to have a child someday. And society will blame you whether you settle for less or have standards. So why not just have the standards? Only you will suffer the most if you don't have any. Most men want more for the women in their families than they want for other women. For example, a man would not tell his daughter who has worked hard to become a lawyer to date a man who lives with his mom and plays video games all day. But there are friends, family members, and even acquaintances that will tell this female attorney to do that. Or doctor. Just giving you an example. They would say, well, he lives with his mom and he plays video games, but he's a nice guy. And maybe he'll become great someday. But these same people would never tell a male doctor or male attorney to date a woman that's living at home and is 35 and plays video games all day. They expect him to aim high and to not settle for less. So even low, and I have air quotes, low caliber men are expected to have standards and pursue women even out of their league. Here's another example. One of my friends is a lawyer and first generation college student. Her story is pretty remarkable. One of her male colleagues tried to set her up with a friend of his who's unemployed and has this hope that he can start a business in his basement, this gym fitness business. Whereas her other male colleague tried to set her up with someone that's already established and employed of the same caliber. Who do you think is really looking out for her? The first guy is looking out for his friend. Because now if he's dating a lawyer, he could get some clout. Maybe he can even have her help him start his business. And she would be like the trophy. She would be the trophy. I mean right? His friend would be hypergamous. Whereas the other guy is trying to set her up with someone that's already established like her. This is why you have to be very careful because not everyone wants what's best for you. Do you think the first guy would tell his daughter to date someone that's unemployed that start, that's working on starting a gym in his basement? He would never tell his daughter to do that. And do you think he would tell one of his male attorney colleagues to date an unemployed woman? No, he wouldn't. 
In fact, the first guy is married to a therapist. So he married someone that's equally finan his, his financial equal. But yet he wants the woman to be with someone that's far from her equal. You really have to think about these things. And this is why it's so important for women to have male figures, whether it's a, a father, an uncle, a brother, that has your best interests. Because when you get into the real world, people are going to work hard to convince you to settle for less. And beauties, it's not just about careers. Someone can be unequally yoked on a spiritual or emotional level as well. I've seen people in church, for example, try to convince a woman it's okay to date someone that doesn't go to church and maybe she can teach him how to become a man of God by loving him. Okay, well, that may be your story, but that doesn't mean every other woman in the church has to do the same thing. So why push struggle love on every woman just because you are experiencing struggle love? Well, because it makes it easier for men to access women. If someone isn't equally yoked to you, whether it's financially, spiritually, emotionally, etc., you're going to struggle to a certain extent, beauties. And that's the biggest thing. Do I want to struggle with someone that hasn't put in the work? Or do I want to struggle with someone that put in the work? No relationship is perfect. And as a woman, I want you to be wise and calculative about what struggles you want to take on, especially if you outgrew your struggle alone without any help. There are millions of women out there that have struggled without help. They could have easily taken advantage of men or even other friends and used them for their resources, but they didn't. They worked through their struggles. So now you're telling me that you want this same woman to return to the struggle? Beauties, no one's perfect. But don't take on every struggle just to prove that you're loyal. You see, people have to work through their own mess sometimes. I know that we're nurturing and we love and we want to help, but sometimes people have to work on things on their own. Let me give you another example when it comes to business. If you're searching for a job, you may write the pros and cons of each job offer. One job may pay more, but you also have to work more. One job may pay less, but you get more training experience. Both of the jobs sound like great opportunities, but which one is the most fitting for you in the season that you're in and would meet your needs? This is how you have to look at life. You're not obligated to struggle in every area of your life to prove that you love someone. Because if that person elevates, they might leave you in that struggle. There are hundreds of examples of women that stayed with men in their struggle when they had nothing. And once he elevates financially or becomes successful in his career, he either cheats or leaves the loyal woman for the one he could finally afford. I'm not saying that this will happen to you every time, but what I'm saying is that you should always think about the various outcomes before you make major decisions. 
Beauties, stop committing yourself to potential. A person either is or they're not. I realize that a lot of women make this mistake. We see someone for what they can become versus for who they are. And it's okay to look at both situations. But when you marry potential, I think that that increases the chances of getting a divorce. I remember my my father said, if you look at someone right now and say, this is the person I could spend my life with, if they never changed, would you be okay with that? That's a great question, beauties. Most men don't settle for potential. They don't think she has potential to be beautiful and have a nice body someday or potential to learn to cook and clean. I'm talking about decent men. They see you for who you are and decide whether you're worth the pursuit or not. I especially find that people want black women in particular to accept struggle love and struggle situationships. Beauties, when you settle for less or for potential, People blame you at the end of the day. Always remember this. People will blame you as the woman and tell you you should have known better. It's your fault for not aiming high. But then if you aim high, they'll say your standards are too high or you're picky or bougie. You can't win for losing. But at least if you have standards and things go wrong, you know that you tried. Think about it. Would you rather would you rather lower your standards and things go wrong or keep your standards high and things go wrong? I think the woman that lowered her standards will have more tears to shed. And she's usually the woman that says, "Well, karma's going to get him for what he did." You see beauties If you're calculative and wise, you don't have to wait on karma because you already aimed high. So even if that person betrays you, they're really betraying themselves because you didn't settle. Which woman do you think would suffer more? You will always have this regret in your mind thinking, wow, I lowered my standards for this man and this is how he repays me? or I lowered my standards for this job, this friend, this family member, and they betrayed me? At least if you have high standards and get betrayed, you'll have less regrets. The point of this episode is to say, you do not have to accept struggle love or struggle situationships when it comes to any area of your life. And you can evolve from this way of thinking. I mean, we see this in movies, on social media, This thing that women have to settle for less because that's the only way you can prove that you're loyal and that you're loving and that you're not using anyone. Beauties, you're being used on an everyday basis. Relationships are transactional for the most part. How many people in your life love you unconditionally? Most people love with conditions. Remember, beauties, we all make mistakes and bad decisions. So if you're alive, you can always have the opportunity to bounce back. Don't allow anyone to take this from you and to convince you that you must settle for less as a woman because of your past. Level up. And again, the reason people try to convince you to settle for less is because they settled for less or they envy you. 
You are worth more than you will ever know or could ever imagine. I hope you love yourself. And I want you to know that God loves you. I hope you learn more on the topic of struggle love and how you have permission to choose the type of love that is the most fitting for you. And most importantly, you have the power to accept, leave, or stay. Thank you for your support, beauties. I know it's been a while, but I am so thankful to have you as a listener and appreciate growing with you on this journey called life. Stay tuned for my next episode. I love interacting with my audience. Please email me at beautydefined139 at gmail.com. Also, you can leave a voice message on Beauty Defined's podcast to show your support. As always, you are fearfully and wonderfully made.